Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. I don't want to be that guy. Back here in the cube, it's uh, your boy Pod Drew here, uh, or sometimes known as King of the Pod Drew, and um, we're about to do week eight picks for NFL, but E Nam isn't in here yet. And before he gets in here, I uh, I don't know. I, he's been beating me a lot lately, or just me and Marv both. But he's uh, he's at the top of the standings this year for Mr. Relevant Podcast. I'm getting a little fed up with it. And uh, on on the Small Council podcast, I have people to help me out uh, with these things. So even though he's my hand of, of the king of the pot over there, and Mr. Zerelvin, it's not working out. So I brought back in my master of whispers, Alyssa. Hello. Hello. And I see you're still not, you're still uh, healthy, I guess. Like your voice sounds normal, not raspy anymore. Yeah, yeah, I've been Like I've your been first doping, appearance. So I'm fine now. You've been doping, is that what you said? Yes. So you're telling already you're telling secrets about yourself. That's good, and that makes me trust you even more. Exactly. The best way to um, earn someone's trust is to trust them. Oh, that's an old saying or something, or that's you came up with that. I don't know. Okay, let's move on. Here's the thing. Last time you were on before our small council podcast, you promised me good intel on my hand, uh, Eric, and. Um, it didn't really shake out, you know. I think you said something like he he's a liar and stuff, which it's probably definitely true. But I couldn't like pin it on him, you know. It wasn't like hard evidence for me. Right now he's uh, he's destroying. Well, not destroying it, but well, yeah. In, in our Mister's mix-up, I don't. Do that. You probably don't listen to uh, the podcast. My master whispers. You're busy out, you know, like with your ear against the wall and various corridors and things, but. Basically, we have this contest called Mister's Mix-Up, and uh, he's kicking my ass in it. And, and Marvin's getting losing even worse, but I don't really, it doesn't matter for him. But I need to turn this thing around, and I know that he must be cheating in some way because I'm the best at football knowledge. So what you got to give me something else on Eric right now. What, what is he doing here? How is he getting the better of me here? So I'm going to need some information before I can figure out which of his schemes is probably okay, going on Okay, very well. What do you need? So this podcast, is it about just sports trivia, or are you <sighs> betting on actual sports things that are occurring in the world? No, not, I mean, a trivia, no, not really. It's not, like, from the past. Like, each week we're picking the games for who's going to win in that, you know, the NFL games, and then also in Mr.'s Mix-Up, we get we have to pick a certain player from a team to score a touchdown, and he's been picking them right. But it can't just be luck, you know what I mean? Exactly. He's got some sources. I want to know what they are. Well, he's rigging them. Wait, he's rigging the games? He's bribing the coaches with all that brothel money I told you about last time. Oh, that's what it was last time. He's, he's, uh, I thought that was uh, my, my Master of Coins uh, deal where she was uh, skimming off the top. Are they in on this together? Is that what I'm hearing? I've already said too much. Now I have one more question. Wait, you can't say too much. you got to tell me everything you know. All right, do what's you, the question? Do you ever find yourself feeling tired after these recording sessions? Yeah, really tired. I, honestly, sometimes I just go 
only get a couple of steps and have to lie down and take a nap for like 45 minutes. Just as I expected. Keep an eye on your beverage. I hear he's got a pretty liberal wrist when it comes to milk of the poppy. Oh, so he's, he's poisoning me with milk of the poppy. Well, your judgment that's is bad. clouded, yes. Oh, so it's clouding. Wait, is that bad for... Is, is drinking milk of the poppy bad? Because sometimes I just drink it for fun. Well, essentially, you're getting high. That's why I like it. You probably are enjoying it, but your draft picks, or whatever they are... My football picks are bad. So, wait... I, I don't know if I like the way this is going, because at least if I'm doing it to myself, because I thought Eric must be cheating somehow. You know, he must have some insider information. But you're saying I'm just do too many drugs, and that's making my picks worse. Or, and he's rigging the game, so it's everything. He, okay, okay. Yeah. I like that better. All right, so he's poisoning me probably, and also he's rigging the games. He's got brothel money from all the, the brothels around town, and he's paying, like, the coaches to said certain players. So, all right, how do I, like, get the better of him now? I need more sage advice from you. What do I, what am I doing in retaliation, you know? Well, you know, you could invest in other brothels, like the ones that they advertise on the tops of taxis. Hmm. Those ladies are very classy. I think that's where the real money is. So, he won't, those are too classy for Eric to get involved with. They won't even talk to they him. They won't talk to him. Mag. And then they'll get all the business. His other brothels will push him out. He won't have the, the funds to facilitate his schemes. And then how quick do you think we can get this turned around? Because it's already like almost halfway through the season. I think if you do this right and you get in touch with every high-class call girl establishment in the city, well, you can get this done in like three weeks. All right. Well, you know what? I am the king after all so of the pod. So, you know, I, you should probably be doing a lot of this heavy lifting for me, Master of Whispers. So why don't you go and get started on that, all right? You know what, that's a great idea. I'll put the word out there. All right, great. And uh, did you happen to hear in your Whispers just before you go, who's going to win the uh, Jaguars-Titans game tonight? It's got to be one of those two? Yes, one of those two. I'm Unless you heard something that's like a third team somehow gets involved, which it's pretty unprecedented, but I don't know. You're the Master of Whispers. I've heard Jaguars. You've heard Jaguars? I've heard all it. Right. Thank you for that, that sage advice as usual. And we'll see you next time, probably on the regular Small Council Pod. Okay. Master of Whispers, Alyssa, thank you very much. Take care. Watch your drinks. All right, well, I was going to drink, you know, just a pot of coffee, wash it down with a 7-Eleven Big Gulp, maybe hit some milk after that. But now I guess I'll just be thirsty for this podcast. I don't want to get poisoned, but oh, here it comes. Eric himself, how you doing? Oh, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Are we ready? Uh, we're ready. I mean, I don't know where she said Marv is, but... Uh, late as usual. Late as usual. Oh, you know what? I'm getting a text here. It says, uh, can't make it to discuss Thursday pick. I'll go Jaguars. Wait a minute. I hope he's not... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It says I'll go Titans. I don't know why I thought... Uh, I don't know why I was thinking Jaguars in my head. I didn't just get any intel about that or anything. So he, uh, Marv wants Titans, he, he said. All right, I accept that. And uh, it's not weird that you would say the other stuff you said. Well, that's fine. Oh, no, I say a lot of things, you know, you right. never know. And uh, it's not also not weird that I don't have my normal array of beverages out today. Um, Usually not you have an array of beverages. That's I do find that odd. Oh, not not thirsty at all. My mouth's sure? not dry. Are you sure? Um... Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm ready to talk for an hour about football here. You're going. Um, so what? What? Uh, what do we got going on? Uh, 
in the broth. I mean, no, no. What do we have going on tonight in Tennessee? Fucking Tennessee. We have two miserable teams. Yes. That's I don't true. know. One of these teams could be good. They can't both be good. That's the problem, I think. Uh, I, I'm going. I'm going metaphysical here. There's just no way that both of these teams could be good, and they're just splitting it. But why do you think one of them has to be good? Well, like between the two of them, like Tennessee's defense is pretty good. They've got Mariota. They've got that running game, Henry and Murray. Not that I'm bitter. Like they have so many pieces there. They have no receivers, and they tend to get just crushed in the worst possible moment. True. Jacksonville's got that offense, but can't stop anybody. It's it's a nightmare. I was kind of like higher in Jacksonville's offense for some reason. I thought them Raiders would be good when they really wasn't still. So mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty well off on the Jags at this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a little bird might have told me that the, the Jags were going to win tonight. That's the only thing that's, like, holding me back from just going all Titans here in this uh, terrible Thursday matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Marvel likes the Titans... But he always hates on the Jags, so that doesn't tell me much here. Right, he pretends that the Jaguars are not his favorite team in the league. And yet. you think they are his favorite team? Absolutely they are. Hmm. Not the Packers. Nope. I mean, everybody likes the Packers. Well, it's an interesting Packers matchup this week. We'll wait till he gets in to talk about it, of course. But, yeah, you know what, I, uh, despite what the birds might be telling me, I do have to go with the Titans. They do have a better defense. They're the home team on Thursday. These are usually sloppy, poorly played games. And I'll have to go Air Hawaii on this one. All right, all right. I accept that. Flying Hawaiian Air. Uh, Even though he's not really that good this year. Yeah. Yeah, based on that, based on his sophomore slump, and you know, they've not been performing, but the pieces on that Jacksonville offense are there. They should they should be working. Tennessee's a miserable, a miserable situation football-wise. I'm going to go ahead and take Jacksonville, and if the little bird that I'm thinking of is a little bird that you're thinking of. I'm definitely not picking against him or her. So, yeah, Jacksonville. All right. Well, that puts you on what we like to call Jags Island, Eric. I'm here. I'm ready for it. And uh, you are still my hand of the king of the pod, are you not? Yep. Young hand of the king of the pod, yep. All right, young hand. Why don't you go track down Marvin? Because we really need to get the rest of these picks going on. And talk Mr.'s mix-up updates and all that stuff, so you think you can handle that one? Yeah, I'm going to get him in here. I don't know what's going on with him. We'll we'll settle it. All right, well, we'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back. She's Henmarv is now in the studio. What's up, guys? What's up? And now, uh, Eric, it, it took you about 24 hours almost to... Locate him. I didn't think it was going to take that long. Listen, it did take your boy, Nam, a.k.a. Young Delay of Game, a little while to find G-Side Marvin. I'm sorry about that. More like Young Delay of Pod. Right, right, right. I let the team down, let my coach down. I'm hard to get a hold of, guys. It's it's understandable. Uh, no no blame to Enam for not finding me. It's cool. Um, just on a little hiatus real quick. Well, it's fine because you did at least text your pick of the Titans into what is now last night's game. You know, when we started this podcast, it was tonight's game. but That was the easiest pick of the week. And I've been Titans myself. Oh. And uh, <laughs> you want to remind everyone from... If you're listening to this, it would have just happened mere minutes ago. But what was your pick uh, for the game? Do we, do we really need? Uh, I picked the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's I what thought you the deserve were vulnerable. for pronouncing it like that. Yeah. One Probably. thing I was wrong on, kind of, is I said it'll be a lo- 
a sloppy kind of more low scoring game, which is not. It was not. It was basically a Titans route, and then plenty of garbage time for Bortles and the Jags. What else is new? They've been doing this for a year and a half now. So anyway, though, I mean, I don't have too much more to say on this game unless you guys really want to. But um, all I want to say about this game is that I saw Marcus Mariota like do a like sliding block and take out two defenders on that uh, Murray touchdown. How much of the it game did you watch? Fucking sick. A little bit. Okay. Basically, I watched highlights in real time. Okay. I didn't even catch highlights. I just knew the Titans were going to win. I was doing something, and I just opened my ESPN app, saw it was 27-zip or 22-zip, whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, I gave myself a pat on the back, shut it off, and I was like, that was enough. It's enough for me. Did you literally give yourself that back pat? I did. I did. Okay. Treat yourself. All right. Well, we got to make the rest of Week 8 picks here, and uh, of course... E-Nam is in the hole, washed out on Jags Island. Not that uh, that's good, though, because Marv, you won week seven, but nice. me and you are now tied at two wins. Eric still has three, uh, so it's good for him to get off on the bad foot this week. Good for us, at least. Yes. And, and you know what? I brought my Master of Whispers in to give me the scoop. You know, I was going to keep that hidden from you, Eric, but... You, I'm sorry, what? Master of Whispers, you know, on, on our small council. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, you know her. So she uh, let slip that the Jags were going to win. Now, I had my, my doubts that she was giving me good counsel, so I went against that. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. took her pick, the Jags. I did do that. Now I'm starting to think that you two are in cahoots working together, and I might have to just... I mean, I'm accusing you right now, basically. You, you were accusing me of cheating. <laughs> yes. I think more accurately what happened was you found it just unbelievable that I was doing so well in our pick on pool, whatever we're doing here. You went behind my back and tried to get information on me and made a deal with your master of coin to fix last night's game, knowing that I was going to pick the Jaguars. Hmm. Well, that remains to be seen, but we're at a stalemate right now. We'll take this over to the Small Council podcast, but... I cannot wait. All right, let's get back to week eight before Marv falls asleep. Um, We've got our third London game Kicking Wait, things off. before we even get there, oh, right, how right, is right. our Mister's Mini? Oh, our Mister's Mix-Up? Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I know uh, well, let's I talk have the Cubs. And let's talk about it. They won so, a couple games. Yes, yeah, so the Cubs and the Trap both won some games. And, of course, the Rangers didn't. So I'm out. Basically, at Mister's Mix-Up, I got almost nothing this week because Dallas was also on a bye. I didn't get my usual influx of Zeke Elliott points. Mm. I got basically nothing. I lost 30 points on a freaking pick six by dumbass Case Keenum. <laughs> uh, as opposed to only getting four rookie yards, I guess, from the Rams. So, And my touchdown picks didn't pan out. Even though I think... So I took my I took David Johnson because you get a touchdown extra when your team's on a bye, we decided. And the Rams are on a bye this week, so I have to do it again. But... David Johnson should have got me points on the touchdown. I really think he crossed the plane in that, oh, and that stupid terrible tie. Yeah, but it didn't happen, I guess. So, either way, you're the only one who got your touchdown score right, Marv, with, I believe, Randall Cobb. Yes, sir. Everything else washed out. You did get a lot more points this week, though. You got some rookie yards from Howard. Not that many, but most of your points. Oh, with, with the. So, I lost 30 on the pick six. You, uh, you. For a brief second, gained 30 on a pick six, going the good way for uh, your Packers. Uh, but then on the other hand, you also have the Bears, who gave up that pick six, so you probably lost that 30, so yes, that's a zero. But you did um, pick up some 
45 points for us since last pod for the Cubs. Uh, NLCS wins, and they won game two of the World Series, much to my uh, chagrin. And you picked up 15 points for that. But, Eric, you got 15 for the Tribe winning game one. Did. I did. You got um, plenty of Oakland and uh, a couple Cleveland rookie points. Basically, where it stands now is you're in the lead at 1452. I'm in second still at 1091. Marv, you climbed up to 764. All right. Oh, bad, still no. well in back, but you're, you're getting there. And uh, we'll uh, sub in our, uh, not sub in, but we'll make our picks uh, when we get to those games for Mr. Mix-Up Touchdowns. And uh, now may we move on to our final of three England games back at Wembley Stadium. The one last week was at some other stadium. Twicken Nottingham or Nottinghamshire or something, I don't know. Definitely Nottinghamshire. Um, yes, but we've got the, the Washington Bullets. They're getting shot over across the old pond to face the quote-unquote home team, Cincy Bungles. You know what? We got to do it again. It's time for point counterpoint with an E because it's in England. Of course. Grab your, your tea and uh, Eric, why don't you take the um, home Bengals? Why are they going to win? Why are the Bengals going to win? Technically, by DVOA. They are about 2% less efficient than Washington, both sitting at a round league average. Thing is... Washington's team efficiency ranks 12th on offense and 22nd on defense, and defense is atrocious. Uh, since he's actually ranks 6th on offense and 23rd on defense, they're a little a little worse than that miserable Redskins. Uh, did it again. You're going to have to <clears throat> get out your wallet and put a pound in the, uh, the jar. There. I'll get a loan from the Master Coin. Get a little... Nay, I lost track. I just... I, I hate that word so much. I said it... I, I'm, it's over. Uh, Cincinnati's offense is much better than the Redskins' offense, and the defenses are about as bad. So I'm also going to take Andy Dalton over a Kirk Cousins who is not in a contract year. So he's wrong. The Bengals' offense is not that much better than the Skins' offense. It's coming, probably coming in hot with the counter. It's probably not better at all. Actually, they Tell just that have to the an better. AJ Green. They just have the better player. That's it. So now the Redskins' argument. I'm sorry, I, I need to give a pound now, too. So the Skins argument as to why they'll win. Josh Norman, out of concussion protocol, he's coming back, he's playing this week, and he might be able to lock down A.J. Green. Nah. One. Two, Jordan Reed, out of concussion protocol, looking like he's in a play, even though they've gotten a lot out of the corpse of Vernon Davis. Jordan Reed's actually playing. He's their best offensive player. Third, while, you know, at, at first in, in, you know, at first sight you would think this is a bad thing. Matt Jones is hurt. He's not playing. He's been ruled out. He has fumble issues. He's not that good a football player. Their backup, Rob Kelly, a.k.a. R. Kelly, as I like to call him. Robert Kelly, yes. Yes. He's playing this week. He scored a touchdown last week. He's looking good. Chris Thompson, their third down back, looks really good. He's kind of like a, a James White, if you will, for the, for the Skins. I just think their offense is better than the Bengals' offense. The Bengals can't get their running game going. It's either A.J. Green or Bust. Tyler Eifert's supposed to come back, but how effective is he going to be? He hasn't played all year. He's he been, played, oh, he did know. play last game. Right. He had like one he, catch. Yeah, exactly. Yards, yeah. So, you know, I, I think the Skins, they just seem to be in sync. They lost a close game last week. I don't see why they, they'll blow another one to, to the Bengals team that really isn't that good. Kelly and Jones look the exact same to me too. Like they both they look have like long hair that goes over there because yeah. you can't see the, yeah. the name. 
It's like confusing. They look like but, the same person. Or at least don't get confused this time if I'm uh, awake for this game, which I probably will be. Got to give it's more. Better than last week's game, I find. Yeah, um, in general, overall, I would say this looks like a, uh, on paper a better slate of games than we've had in a while. Right. Closer games should be. Last week's episode was called Week Seven Picks and Bad Games, and uh, it pretty much panned out the way our pod was titled. So, are you guys sticking with your uh, given points, or are you uh, flip flopping either one of you? I'm gonna stick with the Red Rocket and AJ Green against <laughs> that defense. Okay. So. Initially, I was thinking about going the Bengals. You I like my argument. Yes, I don't think the Bengals are that good. I don't think the AFC North is that good. And the revelation of this year is maybe the NFC East is good. I mean, they have better records. Right. Now, here's so, the thing: your argument was, well, I don't usually rate these, but you're. I know you got kind of distracted midway. Oh no, I heard it. Morris' argument was better. I think overall, it was pretty convincing. That being said, I think that. The best player overall in in this game is on Cincinnati, which is AJ Green, and he, you know on the road, even though it's a home game for them, you know showing out uh, overseas for the fans that could be a possibility. They have had a better connection recently, and I I'm gonna stick with Cincy here. All right, so uh, Skins Island for me. That's right. Well, let me mark that, and let's move on to the proper time of 1 p.m. New York time. You could call it Eastern time, but screw it, it's New York time. And uh, the New York Jets are rolling into my Cleveland Brownies for uh, (laughs) only the third home game of of, uh, the uh, season for the Browns here. Who was the guy's name last week that ended up playing quarterback again? Uh, Hogan. Kevin Hogan. Kevin Hogan. So it's interesting. I don't know if you guys really watched the game. You probably didn't see more than a highlight or two. Interestingly enough, before Kessler even got concussed... Hogan was playing. He, Marvin Lewis, I mean, Marvin Lewis, Hugh Jackson brought him in to, like, run a option, okay. which is not what he's known for. Like, he was a Stanford QB. He wasn't known for, like, running the option, but it was kind of like a trick play, I guess, and it it, wor- it was effective. Um, the Bengals weren't really able to stop it. He ran two, two like, direct I guess it's not really called a direct snap since he is a quarterback, but he ran two of these read just took the ball and ran up the middle, gashed him for like 15 yards before Kessler got hurt. Then he had to come in as a full-time quarterback, and he was still, at least for a quarter, was um, maybe they were able to figure it out. Adjust right, I saw that he had but, but he, No, even after halftime, he ran. He got the long, I think they said it's the longest run of a QB all season, uh, and it was a touchdown, right? Uh, like 28 yards or something. So they didn't really stop it that well. It was, it was weird, but... Uh, Obviously, too much firepower then. For as soon as he started passing the ball, yeah, he, he wasn't that great at passing. Right, and I he's think. Starting this week. But no, I, I no, he's not no. starting. Okay. All signs point to Josh McCown being. Josh back. McCown is probably going to start. And uh, versus Fitzpatrick, is Gino had had about a, a quarter and a half himself before yeah. tearing his ACL. <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird. And so McCown versus Fitzpatrick, these guys are kind of similar to me. Right. Fitzpatrick uh, they're saying more picks. Cody Kessler might be cleared, but that they mm. they might still start McCown. They probably just should. Who I think is the better. This to me on paper looks like the Browns' best chance to get a win in the rest of the season. I was thinking that. Uh, that therefore I think I'm I'm also like looking ahead. I think I'm going to be taking a lot of road teams this week. So. It's it usually doesn't work out where like all the road teams win or vice versa. So, for the second time this year, let's see if I can go one for two. I'm gonna take my Browns to win the game here. Joe Hayden's supposed to be back. He has 
been missing a lot of games this year. If McCown does play again, also the Jets have poor pass defense. Good run defense, but, you know, I I think, I don't know, hopefully Pryor's hamstring's okay. And in a close one, probably a bad game. Let me get the Browns to, to, for their 1-15 campaign here. They're not going on 16. Come on. <laughs> so I got the Jets. Not, I know, so Hugh Jackson did say, in fact, Josh McCown will start. Just came out. Corey Coleman's out. Joe Hayden's questionable. Um, but I like how the Jets looked against a mediocre team last week when they beat the Ravens. Mm. So, you know, my argument to the Jets were was that their schedule was brutal. They were playing a ton of teams who were contenders, and that's why they look so bad. As soon as they play a team that, you know, might be that second, third tier of talent, they win a game. They're playing a bad team. I think Fitzpatrick isn't going to look as bad as he's looked uh, the first six weeks of the season against this Cleveland team. So I think that they'll they'll pull out the win and, and, you know, two in a row for the Jets in my book. All right. What do you say, Eric? Yeah, come on, man. Jig on Jets. Yeah. All right. But you have to pick a Brown, Mr. Mix-up. Touchdown Let's score. Let's do. What's my rookie's name? Who knows? Which, I mean, Coleman's out still. So Coleman's out still? You have yeah. Higgins as a receiver. Ricardo Lewis is a rookie receiver. Terrell Pryor, I think. Neither of them has scored a touchdown. Terrell Pryor is not a rookie. Oh, right. He's not a rookie, but he's going to play. So Isaiah Crowell is going to score. I don't care. All okay. right. And that uh, might be not a great pick considering the, the Jets have not been giving a lot of... Right. But, but you Crowell, have a better argument there. If Crowell gets Come down there, there by the goal line, they might get in. All right. So I'm Browns Island. Pats at Buffalo, who has already beaten the Pats at when they were yeah. in New England. The Pats are going to destroy them. Yeah, Tom Brady's like a lot of what you mean when you mean the Pats. Uh, there's no way. Uh, so, I'm picking the Pats, but I don't think they're going to destroy them necessarily. I think they're I'm gonna, looking for a closer game here. I think they're going to destroy them based off of the injury concerns that are coming out of Buffalo. LaShawn McCoy is looking doubtful. Well, they, they let him play after he injured his ankle. So, yeah, that's why he's probably not playing this week. Um, they're saying Marquise Goodwin, who was their number one last week, is out with a concussion. Their number one wide receiver, that is. Mm. Um, it seems that they just have one. they have no offensive weapons. Like, I, how would they even get it done, let alone, well, the, you know, the I guess Pets, the best team the in the Pets league? The Pets secondary has been kind of shaky this year, I think. It has, but... It's, Maybe Buffalo Robert Woods sneaks right up. Now. Is Robert Woods playing? Maybe he sneaks in there. I don't know. I know he was out last um, week, I think, so. Well, I don't know. I just think the Bills got to look at this, circle this one, and say, like, if we have, if if they w- do win this game and sweep the Patriots on the season, they could be the first non-Pats AFC um, East division winner in years. So they got to see this is, this is their season right here to, to realistically be able to win the division. So I think they're going to play really hard, and I don't think it's going to be a blowout. All right, but, yeah, we'll all take the Pats. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, Chiefs rolling into Indy. At first glance, I'd, I'd probably select Chiefs, but do you guys have any arguments for the Colts why they might get back? Uh, might be a little uh, Dante Moncrief is coming back this week. You know, it's really been T.Y., Hilton, or Bust for Andrew Luck, so he gets another weapon for that offense. Frank Gore is as reliable as they come. As much as boring as he is, he still does his thing. I just don't like the defense against uh, Casey's running game, so that's why yeah, I got the Chiefs. Spencer Ware. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go roll Chiefs here, but I, I thought about it for a half second. I kind of think um, Luck might have a good game here. It seemed like their offense, against the worst opponent last last game, but it seemed like their offense did uh, get going a bit. And they're playing the Titans, who actually have a pretty decent defense. Right. So 
Their offense might get going, but yeah, I think they'll get gashed on the run, like you said. I feel like in people when it comes to this, people remember that that shootout that happened in the playoffs a couple years ago, right. where Luck came back against this team. So that's what I, I feel people think this Same game might be close. Kind of team though. I mean, so there is some historic. Yeah, it could be. It's not like it's. I don't know, a completely different quarterback coach. It's the same one. So, I mean, they could be in their head a little bit. Maybe, but I, I don't know. I think this, in the defense is worse than that That was. Oh, I mean, and, definitely. Is. Yeah. And I just don't think they have as many weapons on the Colts side. So Yeah, the Colts' defense is a trash fire. There's just – I can't pick the Colts. Like, if they win, they win. I, nah, nah, nah. All nah. right. Seahawks at Saints. This is tough. Mm, is it? I think it is. I know what your numbers say, but – Russell Wilson banged up. Saints at home where they always put up points, no matter who they play. Maybe Saints some up. letdown from the Seahawks. I mean, how, how, do you think there's a possibility the Seahawks played such a tough game last week? Their defense was great throughout, but they still didn't get the win out of it. Is there like a letdown effect here that they don't play as hard this week? Or or do they look at it and say, we played amazing, didn't give up a touchdown in five quarters. I think this is when we'll keep it rolling, yeah. you know. I think they were kind of, to be honest, like if you look at that game against the Cardinals, they were kind of, you know, lucky to be where they were to get a tie. I think they should have lost the game. Not saying that they played badly or poorly. Well, I mean, Kenneth should have made that field goal. But. He should have made the field goal. David Johnson probably scored on that touchdown. David Johnson had 160 yards. Carson Palmer threw over 300 yards. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the, the Cardinals. They were tightened in the Reds or like right. the 30 yard line. Exactly. Right so, you know, I can't say that, the, that they legitimately stop the Cardinals offense fully and I don't think that they'll stop the Saints offense. These two teams have a lot of history too. We're talking playoffs just now with Chiefs and Marshall game, yeah. These uh, that one and they've played a couple times, so mm, this is tough. I mean it sounds like you definitely want Seahawks on that. Uh, young Eno. Yeah, so we've got the teams or the league's fourth defense against the league's third offense. Or the other way around, the league's third defense against the league's fourth offense by DVOA. On the other side the margins are a little wider. Uh, the 20th ranked offense against the league's 29th ranked defense, that's third from the worst versus about league average. I don't see this being a blowout. I don't see New Orleans having a chance when it comes down to it. And how banged up is Russell Wilson? So they're saying he has a knee injury and I believe something... Baby on the way. <laughs> a baby on the way. So that's, that's you can take it as you want. Maybe that's an injury to you. But there's another injury... I just can't remember what it is right now. He's banged up all over at the point. Jimmy Graham has been looking okay this year for him. Might not play. He might not play. Might not play. Really? He's really? on my fantasy team. He's questionable. He was doubtful earlier in the week. Hmm, that's interesting. He's that's on my fantasy better. team in my Yahoo league, so that might not that information might not be accurate. Fuck you, Yahoo. <laughs> all right, so you're going Seattle, though. Uh, I am, yeah. Are you going on the Saints upset here? Uh, I want to... But Seattle always pulls through. I'm going Seahawks. I don't have the fucking balls right now. I'm going. I I wanted to pick the Saints, but I'm not. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'm picking them too. Oakland at Tampa Bay. So this is another tough one. I'm going I'm out the gun here. I'm going to say I got Oakland circled already because they reversed their curse of not being able to win on these coast early games. They've only been doing that this year. Losing at home, honestly, and uh, they're home soon enough, maybe Las Vegas, who knows, but I say they go into Tampa Bay and take care of business here. Derek Carr is a nice game. Offense looks good, and yeah, maybe uh, ho- I would like to see a good game, a uh, close one, but uh, let's give me the Raiders. Go ahead. 
Uh, I was going to say, yeah, definitely. Um, Oakland has the 28th-ranked defense by DVOA. Tampa's 22nd-ranked offense is probably going to be able to move the ball, we can go ahead and say. Oakland only has I, a 22nd-ranked offense? No, 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 Tampa does. Tampa, oh, has, Tampa. Yeah, did I misspeak? My bad. Uh, uh, Oakland's offense is ranked 5th in the league, and Tampa's defense is uh, right at the average with 15, or at rank, ranked number 15. 15. I think that's my confusion. I thought you said against this. Yeah. All right. Um, Oakland's offense is going to destroy, demolish, dominate a uh, league average offense or defense. Excuse me. You think so? So I think I think they'll put up points. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it'll be close. You kind of always like uh, the Bucks recently. I do like the Bucks. And I like the Raiders too, but I think they haven't lost one of these close games yet. One of these East Coast games where they come to the East Coast, they haven't lost one yet. They're they're two and zero, I believe, coming to the East Coast on the early time. I was gonna pick the Raiders, but I'm going Bucks. Bucks um, Island. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. I think Jameis gets it done. Jaquiz Rogers looks really good. Who would have ever thought that? Mm-hmm. Their offense is doing their thing lately. Now that they have a running game, because Charles Sims, those couple weeks after Doug Martin got hurt, he did nothing. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers is actually doing something. I think they'll be able to move the ball. It'll be a close game, shootout, like I said. But I got the Bucks in the end. Do you just like Jaquiz Rogers because of his last name? It reminds you of. Your boys, yeah. Your boys, Aaron and Richard yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. My what God. if you? What if they had somehow been able to bring him over to? You know, all they three. have running back issues, yeah. and they had all. Rogers. And what's funny is I don't even think Richard Rodgers has an R in the back of his jersey. I think it's just Rodgers as well. So. Maybe I guess I mean they know Aaron can't throw to himself. Yeah. Too. Kind of. Um, can he? I think he can. Okay. Well, he might have to one of these days, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that one. That's going to be a juicy matchup later. But, uh, uh, by the way, uh, Eric, so Marv's on two islands. I'm on one. Since yours washed out, we know already, you might want to consider picking a, an upset here to try to get back into this thing since you're already down 0-1 here. Oh, okay, Just thanks. Not this one. for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I haven't even said the next, I haven't even said said the next oh, game. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, Appreciate that was ingenuous. Okay. Uh, Detroit Lions at Houston Texans. League's mm. least efficient offense versus the league's not, least efficient defense. With better games this week, I'm not really looking forward to this one. Uh, so that's an interesting stat. You Both 4-3. Uh, Both 4-3 somehow. Is there injury concerns on either side of this one? I'm trying to think now. Um, Brock Oswe- Osweiler is a uh, concern if you have any pride and don't want it injured. Right. His feelings might be hurt after that Denver game. Yeah, maybe, yeah, but if, does he even care? I mean, he's just sitting on that Does money. it even matter? Well, Lamar Miller was questionable. I think he'll play, though. I don't think it's that serious. And the Lions, actually, they're getting pieces back. Uh, Theo Riddick is fully practicing, hasn't played the last couple this games. This is the first road game in a while, so, I feel like. For the Lions, Didn't yeah. they have three mm-hmm. home games in a row or something? Yeah, I think so. And they won all of them. They're on a three-game win streak. They're I your picked, guys. Every time you pick no, them. No, I picked the first two, but I, I, I made the analogy last week um, in week seven that I need to get away from, like, the blackjack table. I'm hot with the lines. <laughs> I, I got away, and they kept winning. So what do I do? Do I jump back on? Like I said, I already took – we're already going a lot of road teams here. But, yeah, they just look like the better team to me. I'm going to have to roll with them. Detroit Lions, give them to me. This is tough, man. This is a tough game. It's a tough week. It is. This – Matt Stafford looks pretty damn good, um, yeah. as weird as that is to say as well. 15 touchdowns, four picks. I think they'll be able to move the ball on Houston. Houston, without Watt, has been okay. Uh, that defense hasn't been that great. And it's just Houston's offense. Like They just can't move the ball. Unless it's Lamar Miller, 
it's Lamar Miller bust. They DeAndre Hopkins is look. He's got to be the most frustrated guy. Yeah. In the game right now. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna as go well, line as well as his fantasy uh, players. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So are you going t- Texans Island or are you joining us in, uh, for Detroit? Yeah, I'm gonna have to join you guys in Detroit. By DVOA, Houston, uh, 32nd ranked offense, worst. 12th ranked defense and 31st ranked special teams unit, which doesn't sound good. Detroit's basically the flip of that. Uh, 13th ranked offense, 32nd ranked defense, but uh, their special teams are ranked 4th. If you have to pick something to swing a game, why the fuck not, right? Yep. All right. Oh, by the way, back up to Oakland and give give me your Mr.'s mix-up score. Uh, how can I pick anyone other than Crabtree at this point? I, yeah, you shouldn't. He's pretty, pretty automatic. Um, all right, let's open back up point counterpoint. Knock the E off. This is in America. It's in uh, where would that be? Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, it's the Cardinals at the Panthers. A kind boys. of a classic. Uh, a lot of these boys. classic playoff matchups from the past decade here, uh, namely this one happened a couple times, but most recently last year, Panthers knocked them off. They're in big trouble right now, though. Why don't you uh, go against your boys, the Cardinals, and? Uh, or do you like both these teams? He kinda? likes both. Yeah, I, teams. I, I, I like both these teams. <laughs> well, you don't like uh, which one? Do you? You don't like. You're always kind of in, out on the Panthers. Yeah. So why don't you work that uh, that brain and nonetheless and think of some reasons why they're going to win four? Well, they're the more desperate team. I, I think the Cardinals are desperate. However, who's more desperate than the Panthers at this point? They play in a bum division. This uh, the NFC South is. It's not as bad as the AFC South, but it's, it's probably the worst division in the NFC if we're looking at it. So they still have a shot. If Atlanta loses this week, they're four and four, and the Panthers are still in it. I think that will get them to show up. They're not scared of this Arizona team. They beat the crap out of them last year. Carson Palmer is old. Back to old Carson Palmer. That's it. Whatever deal he made with the Devils, up. He doesn't look that great. Cam, while he hasn't. Probably hasn't looked as good. Probably turned the ball over a little more than he wants. He's still moving the ball. I just feel they've got Jonathan Stewart back, which means that their running game is probably going to be better than it has been. I don't know. I, I just see that, that Cardinals team that we saw last week at home against their division rival, I don't think they show up on the road uh, against the Panthers. So I, I got right. I got Carolina. What about your boys, the, the 2017 Super Bowl champs, Arizona Cardinals? The 2017 Super Bowl champion Arizona Cardinals have the fourth-ranked defense in the league by DVOA. I think they really figured something out last week against Seattle. Granted, Seattle's O-line is one of the worst four or five in the league. Carolina's O-line might all be one of the worst ten in the league. Cam Newton is so fucking good at playing football. He's also going to be on his back most of this game. On the sidelines, hanging out after he throws some long touchdowns, or...? (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe he might be getting stretched after uh, got, got that towel over on top of his head. Uh yeah, I'm just going to put it on this uh Arizona defense. They shut Seattle down. There were, Seattle had no reason to be in that game last week except Arizona's offense couldn't move the ball against a defense that is to be quite frank much better than Carolina's 20 what is it? 21st ranked defense. And has Arizona fired their special teams coach? Or they what? need to. Yeah, okay. Or get a new kicker. Yeah. Do you guys like your... So I've, I've made up my decision on this one just now, or a minute ago. I'll still go last, though, although I, I have made up my mind, but I want to see if you guys like your assigned points. You're going to 
flip-flop. A flip-flop it. I like my pick. I figured that one. I hate my pick. Uh, I'm going to go Cardinals mm-hmm. as well. I, I just don't like the Panthers, man. Okay. Like, I think it'll be close. I don't think it'll be a shootout. All right. But I, I just don't like So like It's not an especially hot take this I, season. I kind of yeah. figured that was the way you guys were going to go. I'm going to try to distance myself here. I am going to take Panthers Island, in fact. I just kind of think they need it more. They still want to be in this. They need it more than the Cardinals do. The Cardinals will be able to hang but in their division more. I think. The Cards do need it, though. Cause now, I'm not saying they don't, but... If you look at it, if, that if, tie kind of fucked them. As bad as the... I, but it, at the same token, it could, depending on how it breaks down the season, it could hurt, hurt. I mean, help them as much as hurt them. If it's uh, a lot of these teams that are hanging around, like 9-7... and seven, like if they get nine six and one instead of nine and seven, that could help them. But I don't I don't see so. But the the reason why it hurts them is because be ten and six. This kind of this right, are, this to me that that tie kind of takes them out of the division where the Seahawks now they're in control to win that division. They have a better record and now there's a tie head to head. So but, but that and if you look at the wild card in the NFC, there's, you're gonna have the Falcons probably unless they win the division. The Packers. The Vikings, the Lions, all of the NFC East teams, like it—it's a stacked bunch. That's why I feel like the tie hurts the, the Cardinals, and they—you know—they're just as desperate if you think about it. All right, I just think—I uh, don't 100% agree. Even though I could obviously see the Cardinals winning this, I'm going to go for the Panthers upset if you call it that. And the Panthers obviously found something against the Cardinals last year in the playoffs. You could say Arizona is going to want revenge. They probably do, but maybe Cam just has it on them. I don't know. I feel like their offense got to show up this game. I don't um, think the offense has been the, the problem team, for the, the Panthers, though. I think it's been their defense. It's just exactly. Bad. So what does that tell you? A lot of your points just now were how bad the Arizona offense has been, right? Yeah. Palmer's washed up. Yeah. So They still got David Jones. Right. <laughs> but, okay, we got to move on to 4 o'clock New York time. Only two games this week. Come on, NFL. Get it together. There's a lot of bye teams. Two, bye, two, bye two good games, though. I won't lie. Um, let's start with Chargers at Broncos rematch already. Uh, still the first half of the season, but we've already got this rematch. And the Chargers uh, beat the Broncos on, I think it was either Sunday or probably Monday night. A couple weeks back. I actually think it was a Thursday. It was, oh, a, it was Thursday a Thursday. Game. You are right. It was yeah. a Thursday game. Do they get a season sweep on, or will the Broncos get it done? This is tough because the Chargers have won two in a row, and before that they lost. Their offense looks good now. Yeah. They lost five straight games. Uh, but they're under, clo- all under close almost. Right, or lost four out of five under a touchdown. So they're not a bad team. And the Broncos, they got back on track, but their offense, I don't know. I still don't really it's buy it. Here. If I had to pick a point spread, I would pick the Chargers, but I'm picking the Broncos to win the game. I feel you on that one. I agree. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly on this one. They'll edge it out by, like, two, three points. Right. Yeah, so, the, I don't know. I could talk DVOA. I just, I, I'm picking the Broncos. It's fine. Can I hear it, though? I'm, I'm curious to see where, where the Chargers are. Yeah, so the Broncos, uh, their offense is league average, like, literally league average. It's ranked 17th, and it's uh, 0.8% more efficient than, or less efficient than average. Okay. San Diego's offense is 4.7% more efficient than average. Uh, they're ranked ninth. They're actually ranked ninth on offense and eighth on defense. That's insane. Denver's fifth ranking, r- ranked number fifth at twenty percent more efficient than league average. So those three ranks between Denver and San Diego, 
they're 15 percentage points on defense. Wow. So, so it makes it's a huge difference. It's it's a huge is there DVOA stats for coaching? Because I actually feel this might be a, you feel like a that's lot of separation here between Wait, who's Kubiak getting out-coached? and... Uh, what? Who's getting out-coached? I don't get it. I'm riffing with you. San Diego's coach <laughs> is horrible. Oh, yeah. You scared us there. I was going to be like, like oh, <laughs> come on. He's got to hit that sarcasm Jeez. once. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, this might be a slaughter. Um, You'd think so. Let's move on. All right. All right, well, here's a good one. We've already alluded to it. It's the Marvis Green Bay Cheesehead Packers at the Atlanta Falcons. R.I.P. What's R.I.P. now? R.I.P. to Marvin. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, saying because he said it right after I said Falcon, so I wanted to make sure. But my timing was off, yeah. All right, we'll get we'll get back on the same page here. I know you're plotting behind my back as my hand on small council, so that never might Listen, be. young hand of the king of the pod would never do that. I don't know. I think you are doing it. That's why we're having these uh, issues right now, getting in sync. All right, no, let's forget about all point uh, counterpoint. Let's open back a point and degree and uh, more. Of, the way I like to do this is tell me why the Packers are going to lose on the road to Ooh. the Falcons. So, uh, don't worry, uh, sorry to cut you <laughs> off, but don't worry, Eric, because uh, your Cowboys are, might be coming up next for a oh, similar we're... scenario. So, Clay Matthews might not play this week, which is uh, a big part of stopping that run and, and getting after the passer. We don't really know what the running game situation is going to be for the Packers. Last week, they lined up Montgomery back there. Probably more than half of his looks were from the backfield. He was coming off of the out of the backfield though, playing you know with a lot of screens, a lot of short dumps. It reminded me a lot of the Patriots and how they run their game uh, and how they did it last year when they didn't have a running game. Their running game was basically those short passes, three, four yards at a time. I kind of liked it. It was better. I, I like what the offense looked like. Granted, it was against the Bears in the second half. They turned it on. But this might lead to something where, all right, we need to use Montgomery more. Randall Cobb is actually starting to come on. Where but you're already supposed to be arguing for the Falcons right now. I don't care. Screw the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so I like where the offense is going, but they don't have a running game. So, you know, at the end of the day, maybe it becomes too predictable. Maybe the Falcons will find some way to stop it. And where really the problem is on the Packers' side is they don't have anyone to stop Julio Jones. Sam Shields is out. On that note, by the way, I'm going to just cut it and say, since the Rams are uh, my other Mr. Mix-Up team is on a bye, I'm going to go with Julio Jones as my touchdown. That's a really good pick because there's no one on the back end to stop him. I think he's going to go off. Last time he played the Packers, he had over 200 receiving yards. I think that's really the big reason because the Falcons, they don't have Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's ruled out for the game. But uh, Devontae Freeman's still there. I think they'll move the ball. I think they're going to put up points both teams, but the Falcons have more weapons, as All sad right. as I am to say. And uh, who on the Packers, though, for your Mr.'s mix-up is going to get the touchdown in? I think Devontae Adams scores one more time. All right. Just one more time than he's done for the season? Or why are you saying it like that? Uh, well, because he's been doing his thing. He's five touchdowns, so he's going to keep it going. All right, right? keeps it going. You know what? I'm going to point at myself and disagree. Or no, I am going to agree, even though you kind of argued for the Falcons, I guess. You, your heart was I didn't really. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> flip-flopped back and forth. Yeah. I, I'm going to take know. the Falcons in this game, though. I just think they have a better offense right now, and they're at home. And uh, like you said about Julio should go off. And, uh, yeah. 
I, I like Falcons. Eric, do you agree? The Packers. Oh, okay. And um, who's on the island? Mark? So, I was going to pick the Falcons. I never pick against the, I don't think since we started this, I picked against the Packers. I think I'm going to go Packers again. It isn't a homer pick. I just feel like the Falcons do this every year where they start off strong and then they come back down to earth. And that's kind of what's been happening lately. They lost to the Chargers by three. They lost to the Seahawks by two. Close losses, but they're four and three. And now they're looking like, yeah, maybe they're not that great. So, I don't know. I think the Falcons do what they do every year. They start off strong, come back down, and finish around 500. All right. Well, I'm all over the islands this week. You have three or two? Three now. You have two. Montgomery, by the way, I noticed on Fantasy a lot of people were upset last week because they didn't... Like ESPN and Yahoo and all these fantasy outlets didn't move him into the RB. They right. still have a wide receiver, so right. no ESPN. one could get any points from that. ESPN is the only one that moved him to the They did, dude. Okay, back. I guess it was Yahoo. But so. Yahoo still has it. They still have it as of today, uh, Friday. Okay, wow. All right, now we're on Sunday night. We're still on point degree. It's Eagles at the Cowboys. Woo. You're wearing your Cowboys hat, but you got to tell me, why are the Eagles going to upset? I guess it would be an upset, right? Yeah, on the road here. What a fucking matchup. League's best defense versus league's best offense. Best offensive line in the league versus maybe the best front four in the league. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is um, I'm gonna give the edge to the Eagles defense here. Uh, I think Dallas has looked really fucking good against a lot of mediocre teams, a lot of league average uh, defenses. We're coming up against uh, defense that just absolutely will not quit. I think maybe the only teams in the NFC that we can't beat are those top-ranked defenses. Your Seattle, uh, your Minnesota, your Philly, who happen to be 1, 2, and 3 by defensive efficiency. Um, it might be time for us to take one of those L's, get us humble. Although, to argue with myself, we are getting Dez back, and I'm not even sure it'll matter, because how are you going to stop Cole Beasley, though? Russ Cole, time is a flat circle Beasley. <laughs> Cole yeah, Beasley. I think that defense probably has Cole our number Beasley this time. Though. All right. I don't think you agree with yourself. No, I mean, both I'm just going to go ahead and say that I do Both not. you guys in point and agree, I guess uh, you weren't able to really uh, get the homer kind of mindset out. Or maybe you just really thought both your your teams there are going to really win. But uh, see effort out of you guys in point and agree today. But that being said, I will agree. Or I will disagree, I guess, with the point I assigned you, and I will take the Cowboys here. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm All going right, you Eagles won on you won the week on them last week. Yeah, I just think the defense is legit. Their offense, you know, it didn't look good against the Vikings. No one's offense has, but the Dallas defense doesn't scare me. I think Carson Wentz can move the ball on them, and I think if anybody could get Dak to make some mistakes, it'll be this Eagles defense, which is legit. They turn, you know, they're causing a lot of turnovers. I just feel like it's it's one of those things. Like I think this is one of those games that the Eagles probably have circled on their calendar, ready to whoop some ass. It's a division game. They're playing in Dallas, which tends to go against the Cowboys, as we have seen. Has it this year? I was gonna though. say Has that this when year. I made. I was gonna say that when I made my. Has it this year, right? But this might be the one game where they're playing a good team at home. So. All right. I don't know. Well, I, I think, think it I should be a good game, but uh, and you do like your Cowboys, though. Yeah, in what's probably the week's best game. You're goddamn right, I do. All right, and it's a Sunday night game. The, the three late games are really good. Yep. Except, I guess, I'll be watching the World Series at this point. Yeah, I'll probably be watching the World Series, too. I don't give a shit about the Eagles. Why wouldn't this, be, this should be the Monday night game. Damn it. All right, well, all right, so 
now you're on your third island as well. So I guess, uh, Eric, maybe you can still, uh, even stumbling out the gate in week eight, maybe you can, since by not uh, distancing yourself at all the rest of the way, maybe you can kind of, uh, probably all of our islands won't work out. Actually. I'm just going to let you guys punch yourselves out. It's fine. <laughs> Might be able to do it unless you like uh, an upset on Monday night Vikings at Bears. Oh, by the way, what is your, oh no, what is my Dallas pick? Uh, let's see here from Mr.'s Mix-Up. Yeah, let me stay on Zeke Elliott. Why the hell not? I'm not going Dez in his comeback. I don't think he's going to have a big game at all, unfortunately. More of a decoy, probably. All right, Vikings at Bears. Uh, let's just close up Mr.'s Mix-Up. Jake who's Cutler's your, coming back. Who's your Bears pick for that? Uh, So this is weird because Jordan Howard just turned to shit overnight. They figured him out quickly. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he still scored two weeks ago, I think, but didn't have many yards. Right, so... I mean, granted, they played a tough defense last week because the Packers' run defense was good, and they're playing another one this week, so it's kind of tough. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears don't score a touchdown. Can I pick a field goal kicker? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you cannot, um, unless you uh, you can pick him, but only if he um, runs in on a, on a fake nah, field goal. Or whatever. Jay Cutler's coming back, by the way. Brian Hoyer broke his arm against the Packers. I think I saw some like news article that said, like, I didn't really read through it, but it was, said something like, John Fox has given up on Cutler, but he's going to play him anyway. Or I heard about that too. Something like he's given up, or he's he's had enough of this guy. Yeah, had but enough. But then it said he, but he's still playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go. I'm gonna go Kadeem Carey. Okay, the backup. Uh, I guess considered backup running back. Yeah, exactly. He's he's looked more like the starter lately. Um, he's out. He's had more carries and more yards the past two weeks. Kadeem is a cool name. So I'm gonna go Kadeem. With that said, I'm going Vikings, though. They're going to, they're going to yeah, play. yeah, me too. I mean, is there any argument for the Bears here? Um, Jay no. Cutler, maybe? I, I, I don't know. So, don't know. let me ask you guys this. I need a sure winner this week for my, my pool I'm in. Have you picked Minnesota yet? I have not. I'm Do it. My my normal thing is I I really try to avoid picking... The obvious. No, not the Rivals. obvious. I really try to avoid picking in division matchups because they can be scurly. Hindsight 2020, I wish I would have won Tennessee yesterday, but d- didn't go with them for that. There's a lot of division matches. That reason, but there's a lot this week, and I can't reuse teams. So I used the Chiefs last week. I've already used the Bengals. Not that I would take them this week anyway. Use the Pats. Used. Um, I don't think I used the Broncos, but I'm not taking them against the Chargers. So, yeah, I mean, Vikings looks like my best bet, huh? Yeah, definitely. I think so, too. Every other game is kind of like a toss. So you want to pick the Cowboys? I was gonna say, I was gonna say the Patriots, but you said you I've, used, I've them, used already. them already. And I'm more confident the Vikings will beat the Bears. I think than I am the Pats will beat the Bills. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for that. And is there anything else we want to discuss on Week Eight here? We made all the picks. Oh, let's reiterate: your only island was Jags, which already lost, as we mentioned a couple of times, Eric. But it's fun to keep talking about it. Yeah, it is. Then Marv, you went on a Bullets Island in London. You went on. Eagles Island, trying to get that successful two weeks in a row. And Bucks Island, your old friend Jameis and co. I went on my Brownies Island here uh, just to, to depress myself even more when they lose. Uh, Panthers Island is a, could be risky, but I like it. And Falcons Island over the pack, which Falcons I'm surprised Island. by. I really thought yeah. Eric was going to go Falcons. I thought he was too. I thought that was going to be another island for me. But uh, Falcons Island doesn't look bad, man. That's, uh, no, it looks like a fine vacation yeah, They're the favorite. And uh, all right, so that's gonna wrap up this week. Before we head out of here, do you want? Is there anything else you want to talk about, baseball wise? I know so, you guys are still fighting in Mister's Mixup. This wins. World Series, I'm genuinely excited for. It. I don't have a guy, uh, you know, a team in in the fight, but I'm excited for the World Series. This is insane. The Cubs haven't been in the World Series since 
before black people were allowed to play baseball. Right, right. right. Like, you, you have to understand, it's been so long. It's not just let alone that they haven't won in 100 years. They haven't been there in 70 the Indians uh, were the, the the black players on the Indians in the late 40s were the first ones to win a World Series. That Look at that. I did not know that. That's Thank yep. you for that. Larry that, that's, that's my quarterback. And, uh, yeah. But I, I'm rooted for the Indians, though, if if I have to be fair. I just want the Cubs to stay lovable losers forever. Yep. Sorry, Chicago. And Andrew Miller's your boy, right? Yeah. I mean, I like Chapman, too. I like oh, both man. of them. But, yeah, Andrew Miller is, is a freaking great guy. Miller's like a better human being to root for at least. Exactly. Like, he doesn't care where he pitches. Um, he doesn't hit his girl. Yeah, that's <laughs> the main point there. You know? So um, by the way, on Mr. a Mix-Up, I made this the rule about no any domestic violence uh, incidents on your team gets a lot of uh, negative points, but none of our teams have... Or has anyone in the NFL had it this season? Uh, the NFL uh, doing a great job of... Except for Josh Brown. I get what happens. Exactly. Josh Brown on the Giants, I guess, but uh, we have... Oh, yeah, Josh Brown. Yeah, we, No one has them as a team, so it doesn't matter. I think the NFL forgot about that one too when they, they only gave him a one-game suspension. One fucking game. Jeez, he's a kicker for guys. But what? He also said he didn't physically hit his wife. So what did he do exactly? I don't know. Pillow fight? What do we? I don't understand this, but sorry. Back to baseball. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, what she said was that he not only physically hurt her, he emotionally like hurt her. I guess so. Which is a thing. It can happen. Yeah. You know, but... he's just a douche. I guess. All right. Well, I have no start. trouble believing that he plays for the New York Giants. Yeah, but back to baseball, man. Who are you going yeah. for? I, you have family in Chicago. Chicago no? I'm going to have to. This is super dope, even though like I don't care about baseball if the Rangers lost. It'd be like a Browns-Lions Super Bowl. Uh, I am just super That's into a really the narratives. That's a really good point. Hey, maybe we'll see that in 2018. Yeah, yeah. Lions looking good. <laughs> who do you guys think? Uh, not a, but we got who you want to win. Who do you, what do you think is going to happen? It's tied 1-1 right now going to Ridley. So tonight's game three, Kyle Hendricks, who pitches for the Cubs, has been amazing. You know, he lost against Kershaw in a one nothing game, and then his other game he shut out the Dodgers. Uh, so he didn't shut them out, but he, he they didn't get a, a lot of runs off him. They won that game. What happened with him in the first series, by the way? <sighs> I don't remember because they kind of just steamrolled the Giants, really. Um, yeah, they did lose one game, though. So they lost one game, and it was their Arietta game. Right, uh, who, um, so, uh, who we couldn't do anything on yeah. uh, game two. So I think, I think the Cubs won tonight. Cleveland wins game four, and I think the series does go seven. Interesting. It'll be fun. Well, yeah. It's going to be bad for my heart, but... Yeah, uh, I hope you make cool. it, man. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, we so realistically, if we do our normal Wednesday taping, which is unlike what we did this week, that could be the day of game seven. That oh, would be insane, man. Oh, man. Well, uh, I'm hoping to go seven. Like, yeah. I, I just, I'm rooting for good baseball now, so... Um, I have faith in Tomlin tonight. I, I wouldn't necessarily pick the trap to win if I had a bet on it, but I think Tomlin's going to pitch well. I hope he does. His dad, his I just dad's found going to be in the crowd. He's paralyzed from yeah, the neck down. That's crazy, man. Just happened, too, like, um, like this year. Carlos Santana might be playing that outfield, which could be really bad that for us. But, uh, but I think if you get a lead, you get him out of there. And, but and they they got to play better than they did. Game two was, and was not, easily not, their worst game. Yeah, I'm sick of him already. Yeah, he's so. not playing for the – well, he pinch hit, I'm sure, but he's not playing the outfield. He can't Yeah, that's, that's good so. for us, and well, it should be good. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Week nine picks. Stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast for everything. Who knows, maybe even a small council podcast will find its way out there soon. i got to stop that scheming. That's so you do admit it. All right, we'll do this <laughs> off air. And uh, we'll be back next week. All right, peace. Peace.